This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad? Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom, and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Sports talking heads make predictions, then hope you forget about how wrong they were. But not Mackie and Judd. Write this down. This is the big leagues, where we own our terrible predictions. Write that down. And keep track of each other's batting averages. It's Write That Down. Write it down. You like writing things down. With Mackie and Judd. Yep, only show in America. Well, this and our other show, we're doing it twice a week, that actually keeps track of our predictions with statistics. It's write that down. Three predictions from everybody each week. They must be quantifiable. We keep track of batting averages and home runs. And listeners, if you want to participate, you can send us a message through the Score North app like Brent did. And uh, we'll get you scheduled for some time this summer. So um, Judd's holding a bat. I'm not sure if he's going to inflict harm on the screen here or if he's just symbolically holding a bat because it's write that down. Sting. Like Sting from wrestling, Judd. He always had the bat. Came down from the rafters. With oh, his yeah? Bat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Just tried to pick up a bat that was sitting right by me. No so big you're holding it. Are you, are you a left-handed hitter? Yeah. Oh, okay. you were? You got the bat resting on the left shoulder there, huh. I think, right? Yep. I, I am a lefty. That. Well, I write. I, I do. I shoot, and I hit right, and I golf right, or left. I golf left. But besides that, I do everything else righty. So, are you sure I, you I don't shoot left-handed? We saw that video. Yeah. You might oh, actually oh, shoot left-handed. Oh no, no, I'm sorry. I mean a hockey stick. <laughs> oh, I have gotcha. no idea in basketball. That's a very <laughs> good that's a fair point. I have no idea what I'm supposed to do. We once made Judd do the Houston Rockets challenge to see if he oh. could hit one out of 27 three-point attempts, and it looked oh, like he had two torn rotator cuffs awesome. by about the, the fifth shot. So. It was my, so great. My shoulders do hurt. So that is true. I had a, I had a gift from, ca- from carrying score North all these years. Is yeah. that why your shoulders hurt? No, I don't think that's it. I think it's an actual. Thing. I had a gift of that saved on my laptop in the never delete folder. And it somehow was not there anymore. I, I had what? the, I had the, the, the gif of, of Judd pushing that basketball literally from his chest <laughs> yeah. and I can't yeah. find it. it was I saved it. It was raining that day and collar actually shot it. And it's it on Collar's mis- YouTube channel. I'm not Purple Insider, but like his own YouTube channel. I think. It was miserable. It was raining, but that's no excuse for the actual awfulness I brought to the court that day. Yeah. So all right, we'll get to our predictions here. Presented by our friends Judd at Finch Home Solutions. By the way, I saw they have a 4.9 out of 5 on Google Reviews the other day. So it sounds like people love, love themselves from Finch Home Solutions. That includes me because, uh, what, about uh, six months back or so, they came to my, my house in a van just like that. Yes, they are huge fans of the purple and uh, and our uh, uh, purple daily programming as well. They came to my house. I had a light out in the basement, and I was having to go do 
laundry for a few weeks, and I'm not joking about this, with a flashlight. And finally, I said, this is ridiculous. I'm calling my friends at Finch. <laughs> You're like, this is ridiculous. Came, I'm done doing laundry. <laughs> and they came, no, I like doing So I haven't I washed like my clothes in a month. No, that's not true. I enjoy doing laundry, but I called Finch. They came out. They fixed it in no time. Fast, efficient, and courteous. And that is why they score so well. Everybody that I know who's used Finch absolutely loves Cody and his team. All the electrical work that you might need, installation, repair, uh, storm damage outside, um, flickering lights inside, which can be dangerous. Finch can do it all, and they'll do it all again. Fast, courteous, and just outstanding. FinchHomeSolutions.com, or you can call them, 612-357-2604. FinchHomeSolutions.com. Uh, call Cody and his team, and again, I guarantee you, you will be happy with the service. All right, let's get to the accountability session here. We'll start with Judd, and we're going to highlight some things that have come off the board oh, and also God. some things that are still on the board. This hurts. You said the Twins would take exactly three out of four from the Gardos. They took two out of four. Yeah, I split. Suck. It's funny because they started 2-0, and oh, and all you needed was one. I know, that's what I'm saying. two games. Wah, wah. And and in those last two games, they got two great starts. Shocking. Gray and Ryan were both outstanding, and they couldn't win for either one of them. Very similar script for most Twins games, it feels like. So this one's still on the board for now, but you did nail the first part of it. You said Byron Buxton will be placed on the injured list at some point in June. He's on there now, and he won't play until after the All-Star game. So if he stays on, now they're saying it's like a rib contusion. Yeah, he also has a degenerative knee that's flaring up. Which is what I thought. So when I made this prediction, I don't believe he had been hit in the ribs yet. In fact, I'm positive he hadn't been. And so this prediction was predicated on the knee problem, which is not why he is technically on the 10-day right now. I'm very concerned that this is going to come off the board as wrong. I don't know. I, I kind of feel like if he's going to get an injury and it's not his knee, it's his ribs, and now he's hopefully going to be like not moving as much. It gets to heal his knee, and it gets to hopefully obviously heal his ribs, which is clearly, clearly injured right now. I actually think this is kind of a better injury than him just having a sore knee. No, but I'm saying it's bad for me. Oh, I don't care about I you. I think this gets him back before the All-Star game. <laughs> Yeah, I don't Declan, care about Judd's his only health. speaking yeah. from a selfish point of view. Yes. Here. I want the point, Declan, and I feel that I'm not going to get it. And so, yeah, I'm not talking about Byron Buxton. I, I mean, I hope he's fine. Seems like a great guy. But I'm talking about <laughs> Jeff Bogat. <it> <laughs> he, he is a good guy. Uh, yeah, no, he is a good guy. I'm not one of my him. favorites. I'm sure he's a great guy, and that's great. But his wife but, clapped me on Twitter a year ago. Yeah, like, I've been yeah. defending your husband for ten years. Yeah. Okay, yeah. let's calm down. Yeah, she did clap you. That was weird. Yeah. Speaking of Byron Buxton, so I had nothing come off the board, but I did say he would cross the 100 games played mark before September 1st, and this is the first real snag in that, but he's built some equity here. Yeah. What's he at for the season? Let's see here. Oh, he's fine. So, and how many days uh, till September? We got like three, three, almost three full months of baseball here, and he's played in 50 games. Can he play in 50 games between now and September 1st? That's all we need here. And we're we're competing then, Phil, because I'm basically saying it's probably not, and you need him to. So this is a head-to-head competition with us. He could come back. Oh man, like yeah, if he sits out till the All Star break, I don't know if mathematically. Yeah, I think you're going to get this one though. Again, I think that this is not what I was counting on. 
Nothing off the board for the listeners. Here's a couple highlighted predictions. Sure. Doogie, two years ago, predicted Alex Kirloff will win a batting title before his career ends. He's batting over 300 this year. Does he seem like a guy that could? I don't think he's going to hit 392 or 400 like our guy Luis Arises, but now that Arises is in the National League, could you see Kirloff hitting yeah. three, being one of like the six hitters who hits 300 in today's game? Absolutely. If he is a allowed to play, because right now he has to be platooned at times, which I think is stupid. And that's B, one of the dumbest. There's no statistical evidence, by I the know. way, that suggests that he should be platooned. They're just making. They're just like making proactive moves and outsmarting well, themselves. I am personally always concerned about that wrist. Yeah, but like, that's, that's not the why they. That but that's not why they don't let him face lefties, is it? Or are they no worried idea. about him getting jammed by a lefty well, or something? I, it doesn't make any sense. Like, why would you take a guy who is a natural hitter? There's nothing to suggest that this guy is not really good at his craft. Correct. And treat him like Kyle Garlic. I love how Judd is holding a bat while he's talking about Alex Kirloff <laughs> also batting. It's great. All right. And then Brother Liam said that he would beat Declan in a round of golf by five strokes last year. Have you guys played this round of golf no, yet? I, no, we have not. Um, it's obviously difficult to uh to play when we live in cross uh, across the country he is yeah. coming up here i believe in october so there maybe Ooh, there's a fall, fall golf, fall golf option with potentially i don't know with the sticks that's a good question don't bring the sticks he's got the wife he's got the two rugrats he's got a lot of carry on as it is um so we'll have to see i think some rentals and i'd be happy to to join and be the official uh oh my god what do they call like the the walking official that walks the course with uh the you know the pj players it wouldn't be the marshal. Sure right? are, Would you be the marshal? I'll be. Well, the marshal's the guy that tells you to speed up. Speed up. I'll drive. I'm saying the, I want to be the rules official that makes sure that you don't use your foot wedge near the water hazard. For instance, I want to make sure that the rules are. Being I'll filed. drive the cart. Okay, that's fine. Declan, you said the Twins will be the only team in the American League Central with a positive run differential on June 1st, and that is correct by about 50 runs. Yeah. I feel like I, I said it earlyish, but it, it was. It was going to happen. It was going to happen. Yeah, you you said it like a month ago, but it was tracking. So uh, Judd, 377 on the season. Although Declan's closed the gap here by about 20 points. So Declan's at 298. Listeners at 250. Old Macadac still at 178 below the Mendoza line. Judd with five home runs on the season. I'm at three listeners and Declan tied at two. All time, Declan has the best batting average, 377. Mm -hmm. Judd has the most hits at 278. And listeners have the most home runs. With 44. Wow. And maybe today Brent can add to that total because he's going to make some predictions on behalf of the listeners. Brent with the Howard Stern hair. What's going on, man? <laughs> Not much, man. How y'all doing? Good. Pretty good. Pretty good. So tell us about your back. You got some Viking stuff up there. What's your what's your background looking like? Well, I've uh, been born and raised in Alabama. So little separation there from Minnesota. Um First Little League baseball team I played on was the, ten, the Twins. And so kind of got into Kirby Puckett following him as a kid. Wow. Uh, Kevin Garnett was always one of my favorite basketball players growing up. So I've always kind of followed the Wolves. But the Vikings are really my passion here. Kind of funny story. When I was 10, my dad sat me down right before the 98 draft and said, son, you've been on this earth long enough. Time to pick a favorite NFL team. And he had been a diehard Steelers fan. And seeing the Vikings draft Randy Moss, I was like, that's my team. And I have wow. stuck with it ever since. So you waited for the draft to play out 
wisely and then chose your team, or did you choose them before the draft? Waited till after the draft. Okay. Wow. Smart. Didn't realize it was a lifelong commitment, but it was. <laughs> wow. And so, so, so dad, dad absolutely threw down the gauntlet, huh? He did. Yeah. He, he didn't play. So. <laughs> wow. That's pretty awesome. And then, and now you've just been in this vortex of, of uh, heartbreak and mediocrity. So you're here to make some predictions. We're going to start with you and then go around the room to Judd, Declan, and then back to me. So really the only rule here is the predictions must be quantifiable. But otherwise, Brent, you're first out of the gate here. Well, I want to start off with some reckless speculation here. Uh, we'll, we'll T-Wolves. Reckless speculation. I was hoping you would. Uh, T-Wolves will trade Carl Anthony Towns to the Blazers for the number three pick. And the Wolves will select Brandon Miller. Oh, oh. Wow. Okay. I think Scoot Henderson goes number two. Uh, I feel like the Hornets are going to be kind of standoffish with Miller and some of his legal situation right now, having seen what Miles Bridges, James Boothnight's gone through. And so I think Bridges, uh, excuse me, I think Miller falls to the T-Wolves at three. And he's also a really good player. But, yeah, that, that whole situation makes me a little bit nervous. He brought the gun to his friend, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. It's not. I, it seems like a problem to me, but okay. And I, I love how Alabama was just like, and you live down there. It kind of felt like, oh, whatever. Uh, everything's fine. Let's just keep playing NCAA tournament games and whatever. So okay, all right. right that would be down. all of that would be a home run if it happens there. Over to Judd. After their despicable performance last <laughs> night in Tampa, the Twins are thirty-one and thirty. So you can write this down. The Twins will return from their trip to Tampa and Toronto. Six games total, by the way. At least two games under 500. Wow. Okay, so they have five games left. Yes, and they're a game over. So they're thirty-one and thirty. So what would they have to go if they went? If they went two and four, two and three, even they would be five hundred. If they went one and four, they would be thirty-two and so they have to go one and four or worse. I yep. believe for this to come. Yep, true. they have four runs in the past four, four games and are on track to shatter the major league single season strikeout team record. Yeah. Congratulations, guys! It's always kind of shameful too, like when you go up against Tampa and everyone is running into Tampa this yeah. year, but Tampa has no fans, no budget. They just maximized everyone, all Former their young Twins players, prospects. It's amazing. Yeah, Luke Rayleigh's hitting third for them. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Right. They traded him back yeah. to the Dodgers in the uh, Kenta trade, right? Mm-hmm. The Maeda trade? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought that name looked Write familiar. Mashing. Okay, Dex. All right, I'm going to do the inverse of Judd here. Write this down. The Twins will not fall below 500 at any point between now and next week's write that down. Below, right? Below. 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 Okay. Not. below. They will not fall below 500 at any point between now and next week's write that down. Love it. Yeah, they they tend to they show enough fight, you know. Write this down. Oh yeah, of late they've shown a lot of fight, a lot of fight to give up. <laughs> Write this down. Despicable. <laughs> uh, it's all, it's just funnier that he's holding a bat while yeah. he just yeah. destroys. The hey, twins. Carlos Correa, use this next time. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Write this down. Matt Walner will have more plate appearances with the Twins in the month of July than Max Kepler. So I'm just going to take the month of July. Yeah. So basically off the record, what I'm saying is the Twins will come to their senses here and they'll 
He'll correct the situation with Max Kepler in some form. So in the month of July, Matt Wallner will have more plate appearances with the Twins than oh, Max Kepler. There it was. I was waiting for you to say with the Twins. Because if you well, didn't say the Twins and Max Kepler wow, goes to another team, wow. it's a waiver claim or something, and oh. then he still backs into it. Oh, man. We've twins. got some bitterness. I knew no, Declan was I mean, De- I got De- I got Declan. I wasn't, like, I was actively trying to get Declan on Purple Daily, but when he said <laughs> Jordan Addison will be in pads during OTAs, Mm. Write this down. Gonna let him let him walk the plank on that one. Okay, back to uh back to Brent here for your second prediction. All right, number two, write this down. Uh I'm a UAB grad. I was stoked when the Vikings picked up Dwayne McBride. So I'm gonna say Dwayne McBride will have a red zone touchdown in the first four weeks of the season. Like, wow. Okay, wow. So Ooh. we this is a rare time. We have a Vikings fan who went to UAB and the Vikings drafted a seventh round running back from UAB. So tell us everything you know about Dwayne McBride. Hard nosed runner, good kid. Uh he's somebody that I think, you know, it seems like Minnesota's wanted to get back to more of the hard nose, have a, you know, Dalvin Cooks, he, he can do several different things, but he's not really between the tackles, get that tough two to three yards. I think McBride gives that to the Vikings. Uh, just good com- com- uh, comparison here with Madison. So I think that's a good t- one-two punch there. Uh, I, th- I think he's going to be a red zone type weapon that they can use this year. Awesome. Awesome. Write this down. Yeah, I think uh, it'll be it'll be a nice breath of fresh air to have a running back by committee situation for the first time in a while. I, I would say that if that comes true, that's a definite home run as well. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. If, yeah. Specific, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it's specific, and it's Early. a guy who is – yeah, exactly right. Okay. Next, write that down for me. Um, I don't know if this is going to be a problem because Phil did something sort of the same but different, but my write that down that I've got is Max Kepler won't be on the Twins roster by July 1st. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is, is that fine? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I feel like you already have a prediction. I have a I, – I think like after the first week of the season, I put Kepler will be DFA'd or oh, traded. Oh, it was Declan. Or oh, you have roster. Kepler – yeah, you have Kepler DFA'd in 2023. All right. I'm just saying by July 1st, they're going to have to, to what Phil said in his previous prediction, they got to clear this mess up. I mean, it's just a joke. Yeah, like he's not. And and also, it'd be one thing if it's like if you have Cody Bellinger and you're the Dodgers and he wins the freaking MVP. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And then the pandemic happens or whatever. You can see, all right, let's stick with Cody for a couple of years and just if we get him back, we get an MVP back. That's not what you're dealing with here. It's like if Max Kepler gets back to his full form, he's still just kind of a guy. Because you can't a, count the 2019 season. Everyone hit 30 bombs in 2019. He is the ultimate shoulder shrug player, right? Eh, whatever. His personality, his yeah. play, yeah, everything about it. So Write this down. Anyhow, all right, back to Dex. All right, I'm going to try to will this also into existence here. Write this down. Jorge Lopez will not allow an earned run in his next three consecutive appearances. Whoa. Whoa. What? In his next three consecutive appearances, Jorge Lopez, who is, I think opponents are slashing like 2,000 OPS against in his last nine. Oh, you know what's funny? I heard that for some reason as Pablo Lopez at first. Okay. Jorge. Got it. reliever who's been terrible. Uh, No, my reaction was like, whoa, three starts. No, that I would got be, you. No, no, no. Still, this that. guy's been awful. It's this is still a ballsy it's prediction. A, it's a good prediction. Yes. 
It's a good prediction. So, yeah, he will not allow an earned run in his next three consecutive appearances. Okay, here we go. Write this down. Okay, write this down. It will come out at some point between now and I'll say the end of the 2023 calendar year that Rory McIlroy is getting at least an eight-figure payment from the new golf entity. So whether it's PGA, PIF, what I don't even know what they're going to call it, but like this new golf umbrella. Rory Ma- It'll come out that Rory McIlroy has been given at least an eight-figure payment or contract. And off the record, what I'm saying is I think they're going to make it up to him. Like, he looks so bad. He was out there carrying the torch and the flag for the oh, PGA, yeah, they turning down nine-figure sums from Liv. I hate Liv. How could you ever do this? Stick with the PGA, and then this happens. It's like, how do they make it right? And why is he so calm about it today in his press conference? Did you see the uh, director of Full Swings tweeted out yesterday that they were filming when the news broke yeah. that, that this happened? So that's going to be incredible to watch play out. I don't know who they were filming, but it'll be awesome. Yeah, and it doesn't it doesn't come out till 2024, so we have to wait like at least six Bang. months. But but uh, yeah, I just think there's enough money to go around to, don't they? They have to give some of these guys that turn down the money. All right, you passed the test, but now here's your money anyways. This is one of the most bizarre things down. in sports. It is, and apparently, the, so PIF is the it's the Saudi fund, right? So they now have a controlling equity in this new entity. And I think I saw a report, too, that they get final say over any other investors. So if somebody else wants to come in, they get to decide whether that happens or not. So basically, the Saudis bought golf. Yes. Is yes. What happened yesterday. Yes. Yes. That's exactly what happened. Interesting. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Okay, back to uh, Brent for your third and final prediction. All right, number three, write this down. Adam Thielen will have more touchdown receptions than Jordan Addison and K.J. Osborne combined. Whoa, dude. Mm. <laughs> so you think wow. a little, ga- little gas left in the tank, a little chip left on the shoulder? I, I think some of that. Uh, I'm not convinced on Addison staying healthy for the whole season, so that's part of this. Yeah. Um, I know Osborne's done well in uh, – camp so far, but I feel like Thielen's going to come out with something to prove this year. Yeah. Love it, man. I think, I think you're right about Thielen trying to prove something, but I think injuries are going to have to be a main catalyst for why this would come true, but great work on your predictions here. Great insight on Dwayne McBride. Since you've got this life changing platform here on score North, is there anyone in your life you'd like to thank that brought you to this pinnacle moment, Brent? First of all, you guys, you keep me connected to Minnesota sports, especially the Vikings. I love the work that you do. Watch y'all every night. Uh, y'all, y'all keep me plugged in there. Uh, thanks to my wife, she puts up with me. Uh, now she is a Cowboys fan, but uh, you know, you know Ooh, boy. Um, but you know, I think it's rare to have a wife that asks, "Have you paid for Sunday ticket yet?" And not, "We've lost the money out of the count." It's we need to watch football this fall. 
Wow. Uh, so she's awesome. But and that but, that ain't cheap. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. TV. Whoa, big prices. Well, thanks for coming on, man. Great, great work on your predictions. Good luck, and we'll definitely do it again sometime. All right. Thank you. I appreciate it. And there is guest Brent. listener predictor Brent down in Alabama. Good things to say about Dwayne McBride, too. I think he's going to be a good player, but he's got to get out on the field. He's banged up, can't even participate at OTAs right now. No, he participated yesterday for the first he? time. Yep. And, and he also coincidentally signed his contract right before that, so that mm-hmm. was sort of intriguing. Oh. Oh, they said my, hamstring. Uh, my ankle hurts. I mean, yeah. my hamstring. I, I mean, know. where's the pen? Where do I sign? <laughs> I don't know. All right, back to uh, Judd here for your third and final prediction. Okay. The Lynx have three games between now and next week's Write That Down, okay? Yep. They play Indiana. They play New York, L.A. Indiana's terrible. Thankfully, so are the Lynx. The Lynx will win, or I'm sorry, will lose, will lose two of the three. The Lynx will lose two of the three games. So they will be, before next week's write that down, one and two. Here's what I didn't realize until Collar told me this yesterday. Your your playoff, or I'm sorry, your draft positioning is determined by your record over the past two years. Now, the Lynx weren't very good last year, which helps. But so they don't just take – so just because you suck does not mean that you hmm. benefit directly from that immediately. So the Lynx uh, play – or their their draft positioning, which I think is a lottery system, if I'm not mistaken, will be determined by their record the past two years. Okay, does that – is that better or worse for tanking? Because you, now you're giving organizations – it's like if you can become a tanking dynasty, then you get right. the well, you best odds for, a couple of years, for the but the I mean Cheryl Reeve, like long God bless term her. tanking, isn't it encouraging long term tanking? Amen. Cheryl Reeve, though, <laughs> she's doing exactly. I mean, how many times have we implored our men's teams to do this though? Because this is a great draft. Beckers, yeah. Caitlin Clark. I mean, do they good. go number one and number two? Oh yeah. Like right now, Clark yeah. would probably go number one. Yes. Yeah, right? I believe so. Yes. Although, although Collar, who's a huge fan of w- women's basketball, told me he thinks Beckers will. He thinks she he thinks she is the transformative player. Um and but because she didn't play this past year yeah. that she got a little bit forgotten. He thinks she's going to come back and be great. And so he thinks Beckers will go one, Clark will go two, but Clark grew up a Lynx fan. Right. So she loves this team. So like this I don't did think Beckers that they not can grow up a Lynx fan? No, they, they they both did. But the point is, I don't think that you can go wrong. If you get one of those two, you yeah. can't go wrong. Okay, has okay. Dumb question. I am Mr. Isn't Lynch this right the now, second time Beckers has torn her knee up? Right? Is it different? Hasn't she had two uh, different major injuries, or just the one? I think just the one. Okay. I don't think she tore her. ACL the knee. The, the knee play. makes me a little nervous. I'm just gonna say, it makes me a little nervous. But yeah, a little bit. I wouldn't turn. I wouldn't turn that down as the number one overall pick. Change the franchise. So. I just love the fact that somebody in this godforsaken sports town is finally doing what we've all wanted, which is just be horse bleep. Oh, I thought you said just talk about the links, which I know Cheryl gets mad now. If you're Cheryl this year, I'm all. I'm do, you all want, do you want the smoke of? Hey, you know people ripping your. Although you're will, praising, so I will never praise Cheryl Reeve like I am right now because I think this is one of the great plays of all time. <laughs> Judd's happier about the links tanking than he was about the dynasty. I think. Oh, I'm way excited about this. I love <laughs> this. this is all right, awesome. Declan. What's your uh, next prediction? Third and final one for me. Another Twins one. 
Uh, write it down. Doogie's kicked the name around. And I think this guy would be a great addition to the bullpen. The Twins will acquire a Royalist Chapman. Oh, wow. They're going to get another flamethrower at Durant. He's not, Chapman's not as nasty as he once was. Still really, obviously, above-average reliever. But they will acquire a Royalist Chapman. Write it wow. down. Wow. I love it. Okay, I'm going to try and quantify something here. I don't, I don't know how to do this, but work with me here. So it's been announced this morning that Messi has chosen Miami, the MLS team in Miami, yep, over uh, a couple other teams. And they're giving him, it's crazy. Like He's getting like a stake of the Apple TV money. Yes. So in MLS, you can not only... It, You've got your salary cap or whatever, but you can designate, I think, two or three players outside of the salary cap structure, which is smart because it allows David Beckham-like deals to come in. You can just, like, fund them however you need to. But I saw that there's a bunch of different ways that they're going to make him insanely highly paid, even compared to what he is right now, like nine figures of annual salary. So here's what I'm going to say. Write this down. The first time Lionel Messi comes to Allianz Field, the secondary market get in the door price will be at least $200. So to get in the door will be on like StubHub, we'll say on StubHub. Okay. Will be at least $200. Now where I need your guys' help is like, when do we check that price? Is it? Yeah. Can I say, uh, you got to pick a date like the week. How, what if I say like the week of the match? Within a week of the match, it'll be a two a two hundred dollar get in yeah, price. Hold on here, let me. Let me see on I don't know when the match is. Oh well, I, I thought you knew from the way that you were well, talking. Is he, about well, is he going to play this year? I don't know. I thought it was like more of a. You're, next you're the year one thing. coming up with Doesn't, the prediction. I got questions. Well, uh, I assume it's it's not a this year thing. I I, I assume okay. that it was for next year, but maybe gotcha. I'm wrong. It doesn't look know. like Miami comes here any any point this year, and, and MLS does the thing that Patrick hates the most where the home team is on top and not the bottom. Um, so it might have to be a next year thing. Might have to be a next it's year It's a long-term thing. prediction. Yeah. Great job of you. Yep. Okay. okay. Nice cheap shot. Yeah. Miami nice currently drive. sits last place, by the way, in the Eastern Conference. Nice drive by. You might want to just wait. You want to play on a last place team. It's ridiculous. He's still kind of in his prime. He's 35 How years old. How old is he? 35. Yeah, you know what? I He's got some game left. I want stars here at 25. Well, you're you're not going to get the best players in the world at 25. Well, let's start paying. You, let, you know what? Let's start get, giving them some of that TV and see TV cash and see if we can convince them to play here. It's a it's a nice who, TV deal, guy? but you, you, hold on a second. Let's get a guy second. like that over here. MLS Apple annual. Uh, I mean, it's not a great league, but let's revenue. let's turn that around. So MLS brings in 250 million dollars per season. You'd have to give him the entire Apple TV deal to coax him, like if he was okay. in his prime, to coax him to play here in, in this country instead of like, you know, one of the as top long, four clubs in the world. He gets it as long as he doesn't try to play internationally. Because as well, soon as he leaves me. That's impossible in soccer. I know, I that know, is... soccer place. That's what I love is like, the United is right in contention, but this Saturday, come see him without seven players who are playing for countries that have no chance. Yeah. Hilarious. All right, boys, that's a wrap on this prediction episode of Minnesota sports with Mackie and Judd. You're home for daily Minnesota sports entertainment, speculation, and therapy. We'll see you for a reckless speculation Thursday tomorrow.